there, friends, and welcome to the One Year Chronological Bible Podcast. My name is Emily Mowry, and I will be your host for this daily reading of the Bible with the hopes of finishing in a single year. Whether this is your first time reading the Bible, or you have made daily practice of it for many years, I pray that this podcast will strengthen your walk with Christ and be a blessing to you and those around you. What makes this podcast unique is that we read scripture in chronological order, as opposed to the traditional Genesis to Revelation book-by-book reading. I have been making this my daily practice since the year 2007, and I cannot tell you how much it has blessed my walk with Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul says in his epistle to Timothy that all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. Likewise, the psalmist says the word of God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We will be reading from the New Living Translation version of the One Year Chronological Bible. Today is February 25th and our reading comes from Leviticus 25, 24 through 26, 46. I pray this reading is a blessing to you, and without further ado, let's get started. Redemption of Property, Leviticus 25, 24-34 With every sale of land, there must be a stipulation that the land can be redeemed at any time. If any of your Israelite relatives go bankrupt and are forced to sell some inherited land, then a close relative, a kinsman redeemer, may buy it back for them. If there is no one to redeem the land, but the person who sold it manages to get enough money to buy it back, then that person has the right to redeem it from the one who bought it. The price of the land will be based on the number of years until the next year of Jubilee. After buying it back, the original owner may then return to the land. But if the original owner cannot afford to redeem it, then it will belong to the new owner until the next year of Jubilee. In the year of Jubilee... The land will be returned to the original owner. Anyone who sells a house inside a walled city has the right to redeem it for a full year after its sale. During that time, the seller retains the right to buy it back. But if it is not redeemed within a year, then the house within the walled city will become the permanent property of the buyer. It will not be returned to the original owner in the year of Jubilee. But a house in a village, a settlement without fortified walls, will be treated like property in the open fields. Such a house may be redeemed at any time and must be returned to the original owner in the year of Jubilee. The Levites always have the right to redeem any house they have sold within the cities belonging to them, and any property that can be redeemed by the Levites, all houses within the Levitical cities, must be returned in the year of Jubilee. After all, the cities reserved for the Levites are the only property they own in all Israel. The strip of pasture land around each of the Levitical cities may never be sold. It is their permanent ancestral property. Redemption of the Poor and Enslaved Leviticus 25, 35-55 If any of your Israelite relatives fall into poverty and cannot support themselves, support them as you would a resident foreigner and allow them to live with you. Do not demand an advance or charge interest on the money you lend them. Instead, show your fear of God by letting them live with you as your relatives. Remember, do not charge your relatives interest on anything you lend them, whether money or food. I, the Lord, am your God, who brought you out of Egypt to give you the land of Canaan and to be your God. If any of your Israelite relatives go bankrupt and sell themselves to you, do not treat them as slaves. Treat them instead as hired servants or as resident foreigners who live with you and they will serve you only until the year of Jubilee. At that time, they and their children will no longer be obligated to you. 
and they will return to their clan and ancestral property. The people of Israel are my servants, whom I brought out of the land of Egypt, so they must never be sold as slaves. Show your fear of God by treating them well. Never exercise your power over them in a ruthless way. However, you may purchase male or female slaves from among the foreigners who live among you. You may also purchase the children of such resident foreigners, including those who have been born in your land. You may treat them as your property, passing them on to your children as a permanent inheritance. You may treat your slaves like this, but the people of Israel, your relatives, must never be treated this way. If a resident foreigner becomes rich, and if some of your Israelite relatives go bankrupt and sell themselves to such a foreigner, they still retain the right of redemption. They may be bought back by a close relative, an uncle, a nephew, or anyone else who is closely related. They may also redeem themselves if they can get the money. The price of their freedom will be based on the number of years left until the next year of Jubilee, whatever it would cost to hire a servant for that number of years. If many years still remain, they will repay most of what they received when they sold themselves. If only a few years remain until the year of Jubilee, then they will repay a relatively small amount for their redemption. The foreigner must treat them as servants hired on a yearly basis. You must not allow a resident foreigner to treat any of your Israelite relatives ruthlessly. If any Israelites have not been redeemed by the time the year of Jubilee arrives, then they and their children must be set free at that time. For the people of Israel are my servants whom I brought out of the land of Egypt. I, the Lord, am your God. Blessings for Obedience Leviticus 26.1-13 Do not make idols or set up carved images, sacred pillars, or shaped stones to be worshipped in your land. I, the Lord, am your God. You must keep my Sabbath days of rest and show reverence for my sanctuary. I am the Lord. If you keep my laws and are careful to obey my commands, I will send the seasonal rains. The land will then yield its crops and the trees will produce their fruit. Your threshing seasons will extend until the grape harvest and your grape harvest will extend until it is time to plant grain again. You will eat your fill and live securely in your land. I will give you peace in the land and you will be able to sleep without fear. I will remove the wild animals from your land and protect you from your enemies. In fact, you will chase down all your enemies and slaughter them with your swords. Five of you will chase a hundred, and a hundred of you will chase ten thousand. All your enemies will fall beneath the blows of your weapons. I will look favorably upon you and multiply your people and fulfill my covenant with you. You will have such a surplus of crops that you will need to get rid of the leftovers from the previous year to make room for each new harvest. I will live among you, and I will not despise you. I will walk with you. I will be your God, and you will be my people. I, the Lord, am your God, who brought you from the land of Egypt, so you would no longer be slaves. I have lifted the yoke of slavery from your neck, so you can walk free with your heads held high. Punishments for Disobedience Leviticus twenty-six fourteen through 46 However, if you do not listen to me or obey my commands, and if you break my covenant by rejecting my laws and treating my regulations with contempt, I will punish you. You will suffer from sudden terrors, with wasting diseases, and with burning fevers causing your eyes to fail and your life to ebb away. You will plant your crops in vain because your enemies will eat them. I will turn against you and you will be defeated by all your enemies. They will rule over you and you will run even when no one is chasing you. And in spite of this, if you still disobey me, I will punish you for your sins seven times over. 
I will break down your arrogant spirit by making the skies above as unyielding as iron and the earth beneath as hard as bronze. All your work will be for nothing, for your land will yield no crops and your trees will bear no fruit. If even then you remain hostile toward me and refuse to obey, I will inflict you with seven more disasters for your sins. I will release wild animals that will kill your children and destroy your cattle, so your numbers will dwindle and your roads will be deserted. And if you fail to learn a lesson from this and continue your hostility toward me, then I myself will be hostile toward you, and I will personally strike you seven times over for your sins. I will send armies against you to carry out these covenant threats. If you flee to your cities, I will send a plague to destroy you there, and you will be conquered by your enemies. I will completely destroy your food supply, so the bread from one oven will have to be stretched to feed ten families. They will ration your food by weight, and even if you have food to eat, you will not be satisfied. If after this you still refuse to listen and still remain hostile toward me, then I will give full vent to my hostility. I will punish you seven times over for your sins. You will eat the flesh of your own sons and daughters. I will destroy your pagan shrines and cut down your incense altars. I will leave your corpses piled up beside your lifeless idols, and I will despise you. I will make your cities desolate and destroy your places of worship, and I will take no pleasure in your offerings of incense. Yes, I myself will devastate your land. Your enemies who came to occupy it will be utterly shocked at the destruction they see. I will scatter you among the nations and attack you with my own weapons. Your land will become desolate and your cities will lie in ruins. Then at the last the land will make up for its missed Sabbath years as it lies desolate during your years of exile in the land of your enemies. Then the land will finally rest and enjoy its Sabbath. As the land lies in ruins, it will take the rest you never allowed it to take every seventh year while you lived in it. And for those of you who survive, I will demoralize you in the land of your enemies far away. You will live there in such constant fear that the sound of a leaf driven by the wind will send you fleeing. You will run as though chased by a warrior with a sword, and you will fall even when no one is pursuing you. Yes, though no one is chasing you, you will stumble over each other in flight, as though fleeing in battle. You will have no power to stand before your enemies. You will die among the foreign nations and be devoured in the land of your enemies. Those still left alive will rot away in enemy lands because of their sins and the sins of their ancestors. But at last my people will confess their sins and the sins of their ancestors for betraying me and being hostile toward me. Finally, when I have given full expression to my hostility and have brought them to the land of their enemies, then at last their disobedient hearts will be humbled and they will pay for their sins. Then I will remember my covenant with Jacob, with Isaac, and with Abraham, and I will remember the land. And the land will enjoy its years of Sabbath rest as it lies deserted. At last the people will receive the due punishment for their sins, for they rejected my regulations and despised my laws. But despite all this, I will not utterly reject or despise them while they are in exile in the land of their enemies. I will not cancel my covenant with them by wiping them out. I, the Lord, am their God. I will remember my ancient covenant with their ancestors whom I brought out of Egypt while all the nations watched. I, the Lord, am their God. These are the laws, regulations, and instructions that the Lord gave to the Israelites through Moses on Mount Sinai. That's 
that's the end of today's reading. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast and tell your friends about it. As we leave today, I pray blessing over you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen and amen. God bless you, dear friends. Thank you.